Welcome to another episode of Meta Athletes the Playbook. We bring our coaches insights directly to our community. Coach B, happy new year. Happy new year, Drew. It's been a while. It has. And it's um it's been both a, a good break, but I've also missed it. And I've got a couple of messages, you know, like with people asking yeah. where the podcast. So it's kind of cool. Like, yeah. It sucks that we didn't have one, you know, locked and loaded, but at the same time, um, it was nice to to take a break and um obviously, you know, spend some time with some family over the last two weeks, but also um, it's good to know that there's some demand and, and people, you know, Seriously? kind of waiting for for podcasts to drop. So um, that was a, a cool little event. But yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be, I think, a, a really strong year for us, both um, for meta athletes, for for me and you, just kind of yep. continue to learn, grow, develop in crypto. Um, but you know, there's so many things happening that, um, in my opinion, are kind of like bull signs for the next 12 to 14 months uh, in the world of crypto, including, you know, big news around Bitcoin. And and as you know, like a lot of things follow Bitcoin, but um, what's, what's fascinating to me is, you know, the people that have been building, um, you know, for these last, whatever, 12 months or so that, um, you know, people could have had many excuses to, to maybe take a break, pause, slow down. Um, but there's, there's many teams that you and I know that have like literally day in, day out, not taking a break. And I think um, it, it's going to be, incredible to see them at the forefront because they have these existing communities, they have these active members and they have um, communities with conviction through this, yeah. through this yeah. bear that, you know, I, I just kind of know in my gut that they're going to see success um, over these next three to six months. And so that's what I'm really excited about because I just think that that's such a, it's an incredible um, equation for why they're going to be successful and people are going to talk about that. And I think people are going to, you know, they're just going to get their flowers. And so, um, I'm excited to to kind of go through that process, but um, you know something that you and I kind of went through is like we jumped into NFTs in the middle of it, right? And so I know or timing. I think we got to we got to experience a little bit of like the tail end of what it was like to have you know massive liquidity and a lot of attention, um, a lot of the new cycle outside of crypto Twitter and Discord and Telegram talking about this world, and so. Um, I think that, you know, like being at the, the, the early stages of it is just going to be an incredible experience for, you know, the people that are here now, but also people that, you know, they're going to join crypto for the first time. And so I yeah. think, um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it'll just be one of those, those moments where it's just like, okay, you can be a little bit more calm knowing that like you know what's about to happen, you know what's coming and, and making more calculated decisions based on our previous experiences. And so uh, I'm excited because I feel like that experience is going to, is going to help us shape, you know, more success and more wins of the future uh, for next year, but, or this year going into next year. But um, B, I know the conversation today, it, it kind of revolves around um, some themes that you came across on, on your recent trip. So uh, yeah. maybe you could just tell us, you know, where you went to, why you went, and um, and maybe just a quick recap on that on the event you went down in uh, to or in Orlando. Yeah, thanks, Drew. Uh, it, it's I first of all, I like to echo the same kind of thoughts about the people that have constantly been showing up throughout the bear, and I think you know it's a theme that we always talk about is like building trust in those teams that have been around and show up every single day without making excuses. I think that. They're following, and the people within those different communities have have uh, have you know built up trust and equity within those leaders and those founders of you know certain communities that w- that we're a part of and the ones that we recognize. And those are the ones that are really, I think, the ones that are built to thrive because there there was no excuses made around the the conditions around outside of them. 
And um, so that's what I'm most excited for is like, like you said, is like the people that that deserve that recognition are going to get yep. their, the rewards and their flowers, as you say. So uh, I'm most excited about that part. Um, it's just similar to me and you, like we, we've constantly showed up, um, have made no excuses about, you know, the, the conditions of where things are and the environment. And, um, and I think we've, we've built up a reputation and, and people that want to hear us, people want to hear our content and people that want to hear our podcast, which is outstanding. And I'm looking forward to what the new year brings for, for us, but also for everybody else that's decided to not make excuses and show up on a constant, uh, on a consistent basis. And that, that kind of leads to the theme of like what, um, you know. Yeah, here, wait, before you jump into that, uh, I just had one last thing before you jump into uh, the context. When you, like on Meta Athletes, this is something that like came to my head the other day. It's uh, the way that we've kind of built this and, and built this infrastructure. It's kind of like, um, it's almost like a gym in the sense of like, sometimes people are going to maybe value it more and come in and the equipment, the trainer, like they're going to be there. Right. And it's not like uh, a lot of these projects and, and we've kind of seen it recently too, is like, you kind of have to like jump through these hoops to, to gain value from some of these projects, which in some cases are good because you're incentivizing the active community members, but also kind of sucks for the ones that are like, you know, they have conviction, but maybe they're just tied up with IRL and they're busy or they have a family, they miss some of these announcements. And so something that kind of came to me the other day is like, you know, it's always there. Medathis is always there with, you know, if you if you need to to kind of dial back in on nutrition training, maybe you want to get more interested in, on the trading side, not the training yeah, side. Yeah. You know, like that's also there. Like we're talking, we're having conversations and, and sharing. You know, um, education as well as um, as really just kind of sharing our insights from from being so deeply involved. And you can pop out for two weeks and then come back, and it's still there. And I think that yeah. that's. It's an incredible resource and and utility and value and and in, in, um, in my opinion and um, obviously you know we teased out this uh, nutrition plan for people that yeah. pick up two or two or more off the floor and and you know there's some people that jumped on that so um, it's it's incredible because these people were exposed to it you know a year ago more than a year ago but there comes a time when people value this type of utility and then they jump in and they're like, Oh wow, yeah. this is, I needed this right now. Or it could be new years. It could be new goals, new resolutions, but um, it's fascinating to me. And I love that factor because I would love to join projects where I can utilize it when I need to utilize it. And yeah. I'm not going to fully miss out if I'm not fully plugged in and so I'm not paying attention to discord or, or the telegram or whatever it might be. So I want to throw that factor in there, be that I think um, that is good. set this up is, is, uh, is, is phenomenal. So, but I'll let you get back into um, this uh, this theme and this event that you went to. Yeah, so I was um, I was fortunate enough to win the NSCA uh, Strength Conditioning College Coach of the Year. Uh, so the NSCA, for anybody who, who's listening that doesn't know what that is, it's called the National Strength Conditioning Association, and it's the governing body for strength conditioning coaches and strength conditioning professionals around the world. And um, I was fortunate enough to be able to win uh, this award. Uh, which it's, it's actually, I, when I first got the email and I, and I got the call, I was, I was, I was floored. I was honored, um, extremely humbled by the, by the award. It was the fourth time I've been nominated for it. Um, so to be able to finally win it was really kind of cool. And I really didn't think much of it after the fact, like, uh, you know, it got announced and, um, you know, I, I got a lot of texts and emails and calls from former athletes and, 
former interns and, and mentors and other professionals that I know, and uh, w- which was really nice honor. But it, I mean, it doesn't change anything that I do on a day-to-day basis. And the way I looked at it was that it was, it kind of validated what I do on a day-to-day basis and what I've done for over the course of 20 years. And uh, when, uh, you know, when it was announced, you know, it was in the middle of the season. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go, but um, people around me were like, you got to go. And so, so I made the trip down Orlando. It was a quick trip, just, you know, probably about a day or so. And um, when I, when I, you know, went to the, the meeting where they had the, uh, the awards announcements, uh, the person who introduced me, you know, he said, uh, you know, how much of an impact I've been able to make upon the field. And then, and then that's when it was like, kind of hit me. I'm like, damn, like it was really cool. And it wasn't just a one year thing. It, it's something that's been, you know, that I've been doing for the course of time. And I just got recognized now. Right. And, um, you know, that was, that, that was really humbling and it was honoring. Um, but there was also some other themes of, of people that I met down there for the first time ever. Um, and, and also a keynote speaker spoke and he was a strength coach for, for a long time and worked in primarily football, but lots of different stops. And, um, I think his most famous stint was with the New York Giants. He won two Super Bowls, but he basically worked on Tom Coughlin for a long time. And, you know, one of the themes that he came up that that he mentioned was, uh, you know, he was growing up and he was kind of, you know, starting on his career. So many people around him were, uh, you know, were just chasing, right? Chasing a logo, chasing the next job, chasing the next big thing or next big opportunity. And one of the things that his mentors had told him was like, hey, just do the best job that you can day in and day out where you are. And the future will take care of itself. And that's one thing that I've kind of really, um, it's it shifted my own mindset over my own career. Uh, early on, I was, I'm not gonna lie, like I was about, you know, the logo and about trying to get to the top of the profession and Right. And usually that's in professional sports. And uh, at some point, uh, you know, I had some mentors who basically said, like, it, you know, th- that doesn't really matter. And it finally hit me that the level you're at doesn't necessarily matter. Like it's the it's a level of impact that is probably the most Im- important thing. And, uh, you know, we've got opportunities to be able to make an impact and influence others around us. And that really hit home. And uh, it, that's it's kind of like, you know, why I think I've been able to create a name for myself, but also um, get recognized on that stage is because I wasn't chasing. I was just trying to do the best job that I can do on a daily day, day-to-day basis. Um, and it was also something that was was really recognized by other people that I met down there for the first time ever is uh, like I met a strength coach from, um, you know, a big a major school and he originally started with football. And then, you know, the football coach made some changes and they kind of shifted him over to the Olympic side of sports. And he's been fortunate enough to be able to build a staff there, but he's been at this institution for 25 years, you know, and that's, that kind of longevity is something to say. Um, but he's, he's as humble as it comes to be and, it, and it, it's all about growth and it's all about just trying to do the best job that you can. And that's kind of the theme that I wanted really to share is, is we, we live in this world where the best tend to get recognized, the best things, the best, uh, right. the most important levels, like uh, highlights, right? We live in a highlight dominant world. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the people that do, that make the most impactful, uh, the, create the most impact upon other people and lead, don't get recognized. And it's it's the ones that just show up day to day. We talk about all the time, like just show up and put the reps in 
and sooner or later the winds will come. And I, you know, we right. kind of started off that conversation where, where the winds are going to come for us in 2024 20, 20, and 2025 because we decided to make the investment on a day to day basis. And it's it's one of those things that really um, kind of hit home and it got magnified just a little bit more. Is like you know if you if you have conviction on what you do and what your values are and you know what your why is and you just do it to the best of your ability day in and day out, the wins will come, the recognition will come. But when you go after chasing chasing the recognition and chasing um, the, the uh, chasing a logo, chasing um, something else, sometimes you lose sight of where you are, right? Like you ever hear the adage like the you know um, the grass, the grass isn't always greener. Right. People often say that, right? The grass isn't always greener. Um, the grass is often the greenest where you stand, right? Because of shade. Where you walk so that shade. Yeah. yeah that, those are those are themes that I, I love. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, in this in this in in the day and age that we kind of live in right now, um, try to be present. You know, just try to do the best job that you can on a day to day basis, um, no matter what level it is. And I think that's kind of one of the themes that I want to work on for 2024 for myself too, is to be, you know, to try to be present like with, with my family, with my kids, like try to be present on a day-to-day basis as much as I can. And I think that's something I do a good job with, but I recognize and step back. I'm like, maybe I can be better. So I'm going to kind of continue to try to be better with those kinds of things as much as I can. So that was like the biggest theme that I really got out of like this yeah. weekend is just meeting other people and just really, uh, don't worry about chasing. Because the other thing too, like the other side of that too, is I was in the stage where I was a veteran and I had young coaches coming up to me and asking me questions and wanted to to pick my brain. And uh, I remember being in that stage of development in my own career. Right. And it was all about, you know, how do I get that next shot? Like, how do I do this? How do I do that? And I, and I but the advice I gave to some of these kids was like, don't worry. Just do the best that you can yeah. right now. Opportunities will present itself as they come. It's um, you know that that the grass grows where you water it, you know, type of theme. I think is is so important because, you know, first you have that real world experience and you've been there, right? And so like you you know, it's not just like oh I think this could work for you. It's like no, this is I can tell you that this is what I did and this is what worked for me. Um, you know, there's there's two main things that came up for me when you when you were sharing that. The first one is the recognition versus the chasing. It kind of reminds me of like I heard this guy talk about. Um, you know, when you go on social media and you listen to people and you just compare like the metrics, right? Mm. Do you want the person that knows how to do the best hooks and gets the most views? Or do you want the person that's going to make the most impact, right? And so that person that makes the most impact might not know how to, you know, understand how to get those views and, and, you know, do the right types of editing and, and generate hooks that generate attention. But is it, is it really helping you, right? Like, cause there's people on social media that I follow that I think do a great job of generating attention. But when I when I listen to the forty five seconds of content, I'm not really getting much from it. <laughs> versus, I can talk to somebody who's not even on social at all, and they'll change my life, right? Mm. And so, being able to decipher, you know, what is quality and what is impactful versus just people looking for that recognition, right? And so, um, I think that that's the first thing that came up. The second thing is, you mentioned um, kind of like having this this mindset of always being in like learning mode, right? Being a life, mm. we're lifelong learner is that something that we preach all the time. But yeah. I think what what makes us different is 
we know that there's more possibilities, opportunities out there to people that are open-minded. And um, so even though, even if you have conviction in what you're doing and you do work at it for quite a long time, I think it also is important to be calculated for other opportunities too, right? So, um, you know, the way that I think about this is like, let, let's just use crypto as an example. You have on one hand, you have somebody that takes profit right away. And then you have somebody that has a ton of conviction and, and holds long-term. But if you hold too long, then there's that opportunity that you round trip, right? And so you yeah. have to be open mind. You can't, you know, have this bias where you, you know, you're just going to hold forever. Because if you came in to make, you know, earn profits and you yes. keep holding, you never sell, then you can never make profits, right? So you have to have the conviction to to let it get to a place where, you know, you are being rewarded for trusting and and doing your, I mean, what it really comes down to is, are you doing your research yeah. Um, you know, do you, do you properly understand what's going on? I hear people in spaces talk all the time of like, you know, this is, I'm so, I have so much conviction in this project, but then they can't even talk about the project or what's going on. Right. They just, they're just blindly following because they see other people making money. And, um, you know, I think you and I recently, you know, doing enough research to understand, um, why this could potentially do really well, but also being open-minded enough to understand, Hey, you know, at some point, you know, we should we should look to be strategic here and calculate, you know, when we want to start taking profits and, and where we want to hold. Um, and so I kind of feel the same way about opportunities, too. It's like you, you have to be open minded enough to, like, be dialed into to what you're doing and, and being very present with what you're building and what you're what you're working on. But you also have to every now and then, I think, calculate maybe the the, the pros and cons or calculate the opportunity or or maybe it's calculating the risk. Right. At, at yeah. some point. Um and so what are your thoughts on that? Be like, you know, I think from a crypto standpoint, it makes a ton of sense, but from like a job standpoint, right? It's like just just potentially having in the back of your head, you know, not as a distraction, but realizing, hey, at some point I should recalculate things here. Well, I think that's a, uh, I think that's completely normal. It's completely healthy. And I think that's something that uh, we should all look at things as like, it, it, we can't have tunnel vision, right? Like even if you have conviction on a day-to-day -day basis, like what's that conviction in? Is it the conviction yeah. in your values? Is it the conviction in your morals? Is it the conviction on things around you that you have no control over? I think that's where you got to have conviction. Like for me, I have, like I have conviction in what I preach on a day-to-day -day basis. I have conviction in my philosophy. I have conviction in uh, my system, uh, my, my, my communication style. But at the end of the day too, You've got to be able to recognize opportunities, and that's where you, if you keep an open mind and you you keep a beginner's mindset, yep. and you can stay recognize and stay humble enough to the fact that there's things out there's things that you may not know. Like there's things I don't know, uh, and I'm by may, no means an expert in everything because I don't know if you can be. But you can try to seek those opportunities. But going back to what you said, I think there needs to be a healthy level of understanding of risk and reward. Yes. Right. Like, I think that's something that goes along with everything. Like when it comes to programming, uh, like I'll choose certain exercises over others because I got to weigh the cost benefit analysis. Right. I got to I got to analyze a risk and reward if I choose to do this exercise over another. Like, is the reward better, greater than the risk? Right. Right. And, um, you know, that's from an exercise, you know, selection standpoint. But also when it comes to a potential job opportunity or a potential mentorship opportunity mm -hmm. what is the risk and reward um what am i what are, what are the pros and cons that's another way people look at things like i know when i've had job opportunities you create lists right you create the pros and you create cons and you try to weigh those benefits out not just for you 
but for the people around you too, especially if you if you have a family, if you have children, right. like you're gonna right. start to, to calculate all those risks out. And it's no, it's no different than crypto, right? Like if you got to be able to understand, like what are the pros and cons of this team? What are the pros and cons of this project? What are the pros and cons of of taking uh, taking profits now? Like I saw a tweet this morning uh, where somebody had seventeen hundred Bitcoin and that he got it six cents. Yeah, and he sold it at for thirty cents. Yeah, yeah, I saw that and, one too. And you saw that right, and then. And he's like, now it's eight dollars, and I think that was like in I think it was a tweet might have been from like 2016 or something like that. Yeah, I think even earlier. I think, but the thing is, um, you know that here here's a perfect example. When I was um, I was working at this agency after college, and you know I started entry level. Actually, I started intern, entry level, and then I became digital advertising manager, and I was running digital advertising for all of our clients and. What was fascinating for me is like I was getting paid such a you know minimal salary. I think it was like I think I ended up at like almost forty grand a year, but I started at like thirty two grand a year. Yeah, and so I was getting like pennies for for you know the work I was doing. And then one of my hockey parents um, at the time when I was coaching was um he's a financial advisor, and you know I was talking to him about things, and I was just like, hey, you know, first of all, I was talking to him because he wanted to hire me to help him with you know some ad work for for his firm, and. I told him, I was like, well, here, give me like two months because I'm going to, I think I'm going to, you know, I'm getting paid like 40 grand a year, but I'm generating millions of dollars for, yeah. for our clients and revenue. So I'm like, I think I'm onto something here. I think I'm going to start taking on clients on my own and, and leave the agency. And this was right before COVID, right? And so, you know, he was like starting to hear things about COVID and the market and things getting mm-hmm. shut down. And he's just like, he's just like, I don't know if you should start your own business right now. I think it's a horrible time to, to start your own business. And, you know, it's really, really risky. I'll hire you buy stuff, but um, just be wary because a lot of people, you know, if, if their business needs to go down, they're going to shut down their marketing, you know, budget and things like that. And so he was like warning me of all this risk, but in my head, I was just like, I don't know. Like, I think there's just a lot of, there's like unlimited opportunity out there for me to, to do this on my own. And so I ended up doing it and COVID hit. And what happened is all these businesses needed, <laughs> they needed digital advertising and they needed online presence because, you know, their, their IRL shut down. Right. And there's, there's even clients that I still have that actually stood up e-commerce stores because of COVID and, you know, it gave me a lot of business. And so the time, um, you know, I could have just stayed on that agency as a digital advertising manager and like, you know, put my head down, worked for another five years. But the thing that like, that limited me or at least my vision with that company is like, I could take on more and more work and I don't know if I'm going to be compensated for it as, as much as I should have. Right. Versus if I'm if I'm managing my own agency and my own clients and I and I wanted to increase my my you know salary and my take home, I had a direct um, there's a direct correlation there for me to go out and find more clients and I could spend more time to to find more clients and, and increase my take home, and that's what to me was was so exciting right and so it ended up being a good move for for me personally, but I think that's where I'm just like you know. You should absolutely have your heads down and be have yeah. conviction in what you're doing, but at the same time, you need to be open minded for other opportunities. Because if I didn't have that open mind to start my own business, I could still be at the agency and make yeah, you know, yeah. 50, 50 grand a year or yeah. 60, you know, like which is incredible. But at the same time, you know, compared to what I'm able to do on my own, is 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 nothing, right? So um, that was a huge moment for me to just like you mentioned, like risk reward calculated and um sometimes it does require to take a little bit of a jump and, and kind of find your way but 
um, for me, that was like a life-changing event for me to to calculate what was going on and then make a decision based off of doing my research, like figuring out, hey, I can find these opportunities and these clients um, and I already have a little bit of demand here. And so uh, it's the same way that, you know, I've been thinking about trading too. It's like, you know, you need to have conviction enough for it to be re- you know, rewarding. Yeah. But at the same time, you need to be calculated to make sure that you fall back on, hey, we're here to make money. We're here to network. Are we doing those things or are we getting distracted and, and being, yeah. you know, almost having the, the blinders be detrimental to, to our success, right? Or yeah, it's it's recognizing when there's a uh, when the opportunity is present, it, it, and I couldn't agree with you more that you have to have conviction in the day to day, but also be open minded to be able to see everything that's that's out there that's a potential um, potential for your for your life to improve or potential for um, for you to get better in some way. I think that's probably the biggest thing to to hopefully anybody that listens to this. Is to have conviction in what you do on a day day to day basis, and um, but also recognize that there's so many opportunities out there. And I think I, you know, I texted you the other day, yesterday maybe, about like how, uh, you know, we're we're visionaries and we're we're kind of dreamers. I was watching uh, the newest Chappelle um, stand up today, right? And I'm a huge Dave Chappelle fan. Like I, I was fortunate enough to be yeah. on this team in college. Um, yeah, I still think the Chappelle show is probably the one, the, the greatest pieces of work out there. Um, but I, but I, you know, I was watching the stand up this morning, and uh, one of the things that he said is that, um, is that he's a dreamer, and he recognizes that everybody else around him, you know, are dreamers. And yeah. sometimes we're just living in our own dream, or we're living in other people's dreams. But um, the opportunities that he was presented with is, himself with is because because he always was a dreamer. And when you dream, you see possibilities, right? You see opportunities instead of seeing obstacles. I think that's one thing that we talked about before on the podcast too, is recognize opportunities over obstacles and seeing those. And when you dream, you you can see endless opportunities. You can see possibilities. You can see things that can happen for you. They might not happen right now, right then and there, but you've got to be able to think what if. Right, you got to be able to see those what if opportunities and what if possibilities, and um, you know that's what I think I said it texted you yesterday. That is, is you know we're dreamers and we're visionaries and we can see those opportunities, and not everybody see those. Th- not everybody sees those things, and not everybody can can understand those opportunities. Um, and I think that's a quality of like what really good leaders do is they can they can create narratives and they can create stories and they can create visions where other people are going to be more willing to follow them. And I think right. what we try to do too is try to help other people recognize their own opportunities so that they can try to win too. Absolutely. I mean, look, we we found a couple of these plays recently because we're in the mindset of, you know, listen, we're, we're winning. We're, we're going to find wins. This is what we're looking for. And then on the flip side, there's people like, I'm only losing. Yeah. He keeps saying that. He keeps talking about it. And, you know, it's, it's what you see. It's like you don't see the opportunity, you see the loss. Mm, and and yes. I think that, um, you know, like the fact that we had this mindset of like, hey, we're winning, we're printing, we're doing all this stuff, and then you know we find no one, and we're like, you know what, this could this this has potential. Let's look more into it. We looked more into it. We're like, oh, this is a gold mine. Like this is, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much going on behind the scenes that people don't know about. If we don't have that mindset, you know, we, how many people did we talk to that immediately write it off? Oh my, Why, I, I don't yeah, get it. Soon, I don't get into meme coins or how many yeah. FAs are there? Or yeah. it's like. Well, when you have this mindset of, of being closed off to it, 
you're going to be closed off to the opportunity. Yeah. And the count, countless people like that we ran into with that. And now, you know, they're getting in a little bit later. Um, but it's because we have this mindset. But of course, I'm not downplaying, you know, people have taken serious loss and some people have not had any wins in crypto. And so their mindset around it is is really, it revolves around, you know, their experiences. So I don't, I don't blame anybody for that. But at the same time, I do believe we found and dug deeper because we had this mindset of like, we know it's out there. We know we're searching for something. We just happened to find one that was really good. Um, but I think that, you know, I see it a lot in the real world where, you know, people talk about um, how just their, their, their negative situations. Yeah, oh, man, in my head, yeah. in, in my head, it's it's just, you know, you're going to keep seeing it. You're going to keep thinking about it. Yeah. So you're, you're literally wiring your brain to, to look That's more, exactly more, it. More, right? And so um, just helping people get out of that mode of, you know, even just how you talk to yourself. And, you know, this is something that you and I talked about a ton, but mm. um, I'm starting to see it now. And I'm just like, guys, we're like, you know, it's like, we're at some point or these next couple of months, we're going to, you know, this crypto market stock where everything's going to, you know, really start trending. And, um, it's, you know, there's going to be so many opportunities. Why would you look for the loss in this like world of opportunity? Right. So, um, I think that's my, my big one for today B is like, you know, absolutely do your research and find conviction. And I think, I think the big thing for today for me is don't have blind conviction. Like, yeah. Like have that conviction be earned and but in some capacity, whether it's, you know, they've built trust, they've done something like this in the past. Uh, maybe it's a combination of both. But for yourself too, it's like, you know, if you don't have conviction and confidence in yourself, then that's something that needs to be built and earned with within yourself too, right? But I think it's there's a balance. There needs you have to be open minded. You have to you have to understand that there are tons of opportunities out there, but you can't be like full fledged one or the other. I think it. You know, there's a balance there of like head down work, have conviction, but also keep calculating. And when I say calculating, I think I'm what I'm saying is keep learning. Like keep yes. learning what yeah. opportunities are out there, right? It's it's not about like this or that. It's about, you know, making good transitions when you feel like the research that you've done is, is gonna pay off. And um you know it's hard to say, but I think if you have this mindset of like I know opportunities are out there and I know things are coming, then you'll see them or you'll find yeah. ways. Your brain will find ways to obtain those quicker than somebody that's totally closed off to, to opportunity or even thinking that they deserve opportunity. Um, so I think that's my big one for today, B, but anything that you want to kind of uh, recap the, the theme for today's podcast on? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just um, continue to, you know, you said it, like have con conviction in, I think that having conviction in yourself is probably the most important thing, right? Really truly believing in yourself and to believe in yourself and to have confidence in yourself requires you to try to work to understand yourself, right? Work to understand why you do what you do, why you believe what you believe, why you, you know, why you're in the position that you're in. Um, I think those are the most important things is because when you can truly understand yourself and if you understand that you are open-minded and you understand that you that you're humble enough to recognize and see opportunities, then those opportunities are going to present themselves. Um, if you're, if you know yourself and understand that, you know, you don't know everything and that there's opportunities for growth outside of yourself or outside of the current situation that you're in, then you're going to try to create a network around you and understand and try to connect with those people that probably know a little bit more than you in certain aspects of, you know, other aspects of life. 
So I think that's probably the biggest uh, takeaway that I can kind of share with you today is is truly know know yourself and understand yourself and recognize your strengths, your weaknesses, and opportunities that you can try to grow and expand yourself. Absolutely. B, this was a great conversation. Appreciate you uh, you sharing, and I'm glad you had a good trip. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you all next week. See you.